thank you for downloading this in-ear entertainment podcast. You're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets. Sonnet 85 My tongue-tied muse in manners holds her still, while comments of your praise richly compiled. Reserve thy character with golden quill, and precious phrase by all the muses filled. I think good thoughts, whilst others write good words, and like unlettered clerk I cry amen to every hymn that able spirit affords in polished form of well-refined pen. Hearing you praised, I say, tis so, tis true, and the most of praise adds something more. But that is my thought, whose love to you, through though though words come hindmost, holds his rank before. Then others, for the breath of words, respect me for my dumb thoughts, speaking in effect. Sonnet 85. I'm not doing well with this run of sonnets. You're listening to sonnets you're listening to Shakespeare's sonnets not just any sonnets they're done by Shakespeare and I am Mark Chatterley and I am joined by someone who who is apparently looking down on me because I can't do the intro anymore that, that is exactly what is happening yeah. my, my name is Jerry Hillers I'll let you... you're listening to Shakespeare's sonnets see you're gonna do the intro from now on I think just greatly confuse people my, my brain is not not functioning well the, the past three sonnets I've been really bad I do apologise and I am well, you you are drinking coffee. I'm trying to as quickly as I can to wake up. <laughs> it's it's not good. It's it's, it's only four four fifteen in the afternoon, and and you know I'm not awake yet. It's terrible. <sighs> so what do you think about this sonnet? What does it mean? What does it speak? How does it speak to you? I don't. There's a lot of stuff going on about muses, which which we've had quite a few times before. Yes. And. <laughs> I don't know. It's just another one where he just—it just looks like he came up with sentences and went, "Meh, I ha- I have made words." <laughs> it does because we're still in rival poet, and, I, and the rival poet's still in this one, I believe. Um, it seemed to me when I was reading it, it was, and it, yeah, it does seem like this rival poet has thrown Shakespeare completely off, and these sentences are just bizarre. Yeah, yeah. Well, we are definitely still in the. Uh... The Rival Poets, it's, uh, 86 is going to be the last one of those. Okay. So, yeah, this is still very much in that group of uh, of sonnets. It, Yeah, it does kind of feel that way, as if Shakespeare just kind of... I don't know. In, in all his anger, has just kind of given up. Just... just Given up making... making uh, so, it's poetical, but it's na- maybe not refined, I guess, would be my way of describing it. It's just words on a page. It doesn't seem to yeah. have the same emotive effect that some of the other sonnets have. Yeah, he's de- he's definitely not coming up with um, nice imagery anymore. It's just description. I don't know, just just description, just words spilled on a page and went. Nee, that's another one. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think he's had his confidence knocked by this rival. It's it just yeah, it doesn't flow. Uh, and, and I think that's why I'm having a hard time. I'm going to blame Shakespeare for me not being able to read these sonnets, but they they don't <laughs> flow correctly. They don't even if I mean I know they're written in a, with a different grammar and a different structure than we're used to. But I, I've gotten. I'd like to think I've got to the point now where I can kind of read a sonnet 
and, and not make too many mistakes. This might have people laughing, but these ones just ah oh. yeah. I mean, he, he he does almost explicit. Well, it's it's explicit. He says, "I think good thoughts, but others write good words." It, it's just kind of that. I he's kind of failing. Yeah, yeah. So this this series of sonnets is almost him saying, "I can't get what's in my head onto paper." Yeah, which I think is something all writers or all people who have attempted to write will will understand the idea you've got this wonderful story and structure in your head and you can almost see the words in your head but for some reason you can't get them and you can't hold them in your brain long enough to be able to write them down i think that's a fair description yeah yeah that makes sense you're you're writing a lot more than me at the moment i don't have a lot of time for writing which is which is annoying i haven't written anything in blimey i think maybe a year that's that's quite shocking that is quite a long time not to write anything. Well, I, I, I write things, but not not anything creative. Yeah, you, not 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 fiction or uh, poet. The the, uh, the renowned Chatelian poetry. Yes, yes, we all know my my poetic. No, I don't do poetry. I'm no good at poetry at all. But um, I should write some more. I need to write some more. I I do words good. I do words good, <laughs> and I make them rhyme bad. Um. So, so yeah, this this song it just seems very, oh, I don't know, boring. I guess. Can I can I describe Shakespeare as boring? Is that allowed? It, it's kind of I kind of is. I mean, this is like hearing you praised. I say, tis so, tis true, and to the most pray to the most of praise, add something more. It, 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 it just kind of go. Yeah, the other the other dude's kind of fine. He's he's just he's he's. He isn't that bad with descriptions of you, and then I can't find any more images to compare you to anyway. Which is which is odd because when the rival first started, he was Shakespeare's position was, "I'm the better poet. Ignore him. He, or was it? He he takes from you and sells it back. That idea that he's taking from you. He's got no talent. Anyone writing about you would write good words and give it back to you. And now it seems to be the, yeah, okay, he can write, but I can think better than him." It's kind of like an admission of defeat. It's like it's like yeah, just kind. Of, it's just kind of losing heart. Yeah, I'm the best writer in the world, but no, you can't see what I've written. No, those people who are very good at computer games, but not when they're playing with other people. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's kind of the um, anything though. You you try and do something, and then you have someone standing behind <laughs> you, looking over your back, and you just it's 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 a lot harder to be good when someone is observing you. Yeah, that's yeah. Annoyingly, that's because that's when you want to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why all the contestants on The Apprentice seem so dim. I don't think that's the reason. <laughs> if, I mean, if you go there with a company that that you have no stock in, <laughs> and <that's, laughs> oh, that was so bad. That that is that has been found. But that just that moment where the dude just goes, there um there are two company founders listed in the registry. But neither of them is you. <laughs> you just go, this is going to get good. To, to, to fill people in, in, the UK Apprentice has just finished and it got to the final five where they had to have their business plans um, assessed. One of the people there, um, the business he was offering up to, to Lord Sugar to have a 50% stake in, he didn't own, he had no stake in, he, it was a friend's business who, who yep. they'd agreed verbally he was allowed to do this. And it was just... 
utterly bizarre. And and from what anyone could tell, is he didn't have any skills that were pertinent to the business either. No, no, it was it was a, uh, I think it was an app if I remember correctly. Yeah. It, and and he wasn't the program. He was just basically. No uh, one. He was he was a random person who helped out around the office. It seems. Yeah. But it was awesome. It was very very funny. And and the the people who were interviewing them, um, the person who was interviewing them just kept throwing him out of the room, going, "No, I'm not talking to you. You don't own this business. Go away." Yeah, yeah. You have been eliminated from the process. Yeah. Oh, it's very good. Anyway, that that's yes. I kind of feel, yeah. The link to to the sonnet is is Shakespeare's kind of got to that that point of of oh, I'm fed up. I don't do it anymore. No. Yeah, yeah. Leave me alone. I'm just. I need a break. I'm. I'm gonna go on a vacation now. Yes. And he'd probably go to his because he'd been in London at this point in his life. I guess he'd go back to Stratford, back to his roots. And 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 I've just noticed here he's drinking from a very pink mug. That's very. It's my little princess mug. That's his little princess mug. Let's just all take a couple of moments to to absorb it that has, information. It has Cinderella on it. it. He's showing me. It does have Cinderella on it. I got it. For, here's a joke go, gift for, for a Christmas. We each gave we uh, gave each other joke gifts. Okay. And and I got the pink Cinderella mug. Well, that I'm not judging. You can have a Cinderella mug if you want. I won't. I won't hold it again. <laughs> um. Yeah. So Shakespeare's kind of given up. The rival poets moving in, and and the 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 fair youth seems to just be lapping up all the attention. It, it seems to be where we are in in the saga of of these sonnets lapping up the intention as in it's loving it, it, it I think I think the fair use loving it yeah yeah I can see I mean it's not explicitly said but I, I can I can see that how uh, it, it that's kind of something nice about people fighting over you yeah people just just a nice ego boost he was like, "I know how beautiful you are." No, no, I know how beautiful you are. <laughs> I can, I can say it better. Listen to me. It's quite childish. Yeah, I did this entire thing is childish. That yes, yes, eighty-five sonnets directed at one person. It's it's kind of it's either childish or obsessive compulsive. Yeah, or or stalker. I'm going with that last Possibly one. Possibly all three. Stalkery. And, uh, but I, I'm trying to find a, it hard to say things about this sonnet because it doesn't have any particular lovely moments to it. It doesn't have any particularly nice meter to it. And it, it's boring. I keep coming back to that word. This sonnet bores me. I think there's someone out there going, 85 is my favourite sonnet. Well, if if that is the case, then send us an email and tell us Why? what we aren't seeing. Yes, but I I don't get it at all. I just I mean we do love to hear from people, and then some people have emailed us in the past, and it is it... we 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 haven't killed them. We haven't. No, we 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 like them. In fact, we like them extra. Yep, yep. They are our favourites. The people who have written to us. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we, we, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna pass on this sonnet, and then, unless you have anything to say, I'm. There's, there's not much. I agree with a boring. Sorry, sorry, listeners. This, this is a boring sonnet. We Shakespeare has lost his touch on this sonnet. 
So pretty much, Thierry. Right, I'll, 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 um... We'll read it in full without making any mistakes. Do you want me to read it in a really bored voice? <laughs> no, please don't. Or a really happy voice. Yeah, it should be happy. They're sonnets. They're meant to be love poetry. So you know, make it make it lovely. They they were meant to be whispered in the sexy voice. Yes, but we're not. We, you've been banned <laughs> from that voice because it creeps me out. Fine. Thank you. Sonnet eighty-five. My tongue-tight muse in manners hold her still, while comments of your praise richly compiled reserve thy character with golden quill and precious phrase by all the muses filed. I think good thoughts while others write good words, and like unlettered clerk still cry amen to every hymn that able spirit affords in polished form of well-refined pen. Hearing your praise, I say, tis true, tis... Close. Nearly. Hearing your praise, I say, tis so, tis true, and to the most of praise add something more. But that is in my thought, whose love to you, though words come in most, holds his rank before. Then others, for the breath of words respect, me for my dumb thoughts, speaking in effect. That was Sonnet 85, the boring sonnet, as we've dubbed it. Uh, you've been listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets, and I have been Mark Chatterley, and you can follow me on Twitter at inearent. And I have been Terry Hillis, and you can follow me on Twitter at Sound of Seagulls. And we are Flatterable. You can go to Flatter, and there's a little button, or you can go to our website, and there's a little button, and then you can you can flatter us, which is a cool micro payment uh, or micro donation service for creative and creators online, and you should check it out. Um, other than that, we will see you next time for Sonnet eighty six. Woohoo! Bye bye. Bye. You've been listening to Shakespeare Sonnets with Mark Chatterley and Thierry Hellis. This has been an in-ear entertainment podcast. To listen to other podcasts or find out more about in-ear entertainment, go to www.inearentertainment.com.